Perhaps the biggest problem facing every sport is corruption and rigging from inside the league. A couple episodes ago, we took a look at how corruption within FIFA is holding back the soccer community. In today's episode, we'll cover how a former NBA ref conspired to rig NBA games for nearly half a decade. Hello and welcome back to Playbook. I'm Nicole. I'm Bernice. And I'm Pranav. To start this story, let's go back in time to 2003. This is when the scandal first started. Tim Donaghy, an NBA referee, was an avid golfer and gambler and was part of a golf club that included longtime friend Jack Concannon and bookie Peter Rhino Ruggieri. Ruggieri had been betting on NFL games for a while and had developed a handicapping system. Donaghy and Concannon started to wager on Ruggieri's picks that year. Later that year, Con Cannon and Donaghy decided to up their level and bet on NBA games. Not any type of NBA games, but the ones that Donaghy refed. The first year, in 2003, the two of them smartest ball and bet on only two or three games. However, the next season, Donaghy upped the stakes. 30 to 40 of his games were bet on by Con Cannon, and Donaghy was making so much money that he was struggling to find places to hide it from his wife. Enter the animals. The animals were a group of friends. The aforementioned Ruggieri, a high roller named Mike Rainier, a drug addict named James Batista, and a few of their other friends. The five of them settled in Curacao, and it was here that they made their breakthrough discovery. Through Ruggieri's connection to Concannon and Donaghy, the animals found out about the illegal betting that was taking place. They closely tracked every single game that was ref by Donaghy, and sure enough, he covered the spread 60 to 70% of the time. The animals broke up after a while, and Batista was in an extremely bad spot. He was addicted to Oxycontin and did not have much money. On December 12, 2006, a meeting between Batista and Donaghy occurred, which Donaghy later called the marriage. Essentially, Batista told Donaghy that he would give him $2,000 for every game Donaghy wrecked, but only if the spread was covered. Also, Donaghy was not allowed to make bets with Con Cannon anymore. Donaghy and Batista had a very secretive system to place their bets. All communications were done through common friend Tom Martino, who had two brothers, Johnny, who lived in New Jersey, and Chuck, who lived out of state. They would call each other before each game, and if they talked about Chuck, then the visiting team would be favored, and vice versa. Donaghy was to tell Batista ASAP, so Batista could place as many bets as possible in many markets. He would start with some head fake bets on the opposite team to bring the favored team price down, and then spam bet on them. At first, the arrangement was a smashing success. Both parties were reaping the benefits. The two of them were almost at 100% accuracy, and nobody suspected a thing even in glaringly obvious circumstances. For example, in a Celtics vs. 76ers game, Donaghy called two fouls in 50 seconds against leading scorer Andre Iguodala to send him to the bench. The Celtics went on to cover the spread. But it was all about to come crashing down. Phil Scala was an FBI agent who led a team that had established a network of informants within the Gambino crime family. 
one of New York's major five families. A little Tweety Bird told Scala that an NBA ref was in the pocket of major underworld figures in the gambling business. According to the informant, these shady figures were making millions off of the gambling and rigging. Scala was not interested in NBA corruption, but was very interested in major gang profit centers. Scala first got the tip around October 2006. Scala and his team started on the case immediately and collected any phone numbers of gamblers related to the Gambino crime family. Finally, an agent came into Scala's office and told him they had got the ref's name, Tim Donaghy. They started off by confronting Batista, who had just come out of rehab, and told him they knew everything that he had done and asked for his cooperation, but he still called his lawyer. However, Batista had turned over the whole gambling operation to Rhino Ruggieri. He did the same things as Batista had, but nonetheless, there was a cinch. Ruggieri and the animals found out how Batista and Donaghy had partnered up to rig games. To say the least, they were not pleased. In an effort to shut it down, Ruggieri shut the whole system down. His efforts were in vain, and Tom Martino, the middleman between Batista and Donaghy, testified. He later called Donaghy to tell him, and Tim was overcome with numbness. In efforts to save himself, Donaghy sat down with the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York and gave them names and made a statement. Following a huge success, Scala made a huge mistake, one he could not have known would be a big problem. Scala had gone to a meeting in Manhattan with NBA executives, including Commissioner David Stern and Deputy Commissioner Adam Silver. He informed the league that Donaghy was involved in this major game-fixing, and he set up a plan with the NBA to wire Donaghy and prove him guilty. Little did Scala know that this plan would become a huge flop. Somebody that heard about this meeting leaked it to the New York Post, who published a story about a month after the meeting. The NBA was livid after this story. They had wanted to go about this operation secretly and be sure of a conclusion before making any decisions. Now they had to act quickly. Both Donaghy and the NBA insisted that Donaghy did not fix games, but just bet on the ones he repped. The difference here would be that Donaghy claimed he did not deliberately change the outcomes of a game. The NBA supported Donaghy here, as fixing games would look terrible for the league. While Donaghy said time after time in court that he did not fix games, he stated otherwise privately. In an interview with Shauna Vircher, a political consultant, Vircher said that she had asked Donaghy to take a polygraph test. Donaghy said no. When asked why, Donaghy had said, because I would fail it. Donaghy also once told Tommy Martino that he could change the score six points either way. As you can probably tell, this scandal left a dark mark on the NBA that still lasts today. When a bad call is made in the NBA, it is automatically correlated to a ref fixing a game. Even some players believe this is true. Remember this line, with great power comes great responsibility. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to check out our website at netsportsnews.org and we'll catch you guys next time.